nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 874, June 22nd, 2027. 98 degrees on this day in 1911. Because heat's never happened before. That's right. Just it's just never happened before. And 42 degrees in 1960. Uh, the swimming season is full upon us, and I hope you're taking advantage of the great products from Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company. They've been keeping beachfronts and swimming areas free of weeds and algae for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that will take care of everything from weeds to algae. The Aquaside products, White Bear Lake Company, by the way, are easy to use. They work quickly. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and their products are completely safe for you, the family, and your fish. No needs to let weed overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Why were you on CARE 11, 10 p.m. news Monday night? I was on CARE 11, 10 p.m. news because uh, the airline that I work for um, had some trouble in Vancouver. And it was a brand new um, destination, and they were, uh, they were inquiring about that. I was hmm. not technically on. I'm not a spokesman for the airline, so I declined comment. But many people saw me. I got a lot of texts uh, saying, I saw you on the news. So you weren't even interviewed? No, I was not interviewed. I, they were doing B-roll, See, what, they, what uh, they do when they are doing a voiceover, wow. and they say, here's what happened. I was so wrong. I immediately assumed they were there to ask you about not getting the gig at TCL. Well, I wish I was that important, huh? I really wish I was that important. Did you utter the line that Kenny has always used in reference to said airline? What does it take with the crap cans about two weeks to get there? Yeah, I, uh, I uh, out of respect for the company that uh, pays for my benefits, I chose to take the now, high road, yes. Does that airline have seats? Yes, <laughs> very Stand. comfortable. Very comfortable strap seats. holder. Very strap. comfortable seats. Everyone hang on. Wonderful place to Pull the cord to. when yes, you want to very land. Safe. 100% endorsed by Sun Country Airlines. President Biden has officially asked Congress to suspend the federal gas tax for three months. In an effort to ease the pain Americans are feeling at the pump, the national average price of gas has retreated from its all-time high of $5.16 a gallon, but it remains near record levels, and J.P. Morgan predicts it could spike to over 6 bucks this summer. Regardless of how high it climbs, the federal gas tax is a flat 18.4 cents per gallon for gasoline and 24.4 cents for diesel. 
that makes it simple for drivers to figure out exactly how much they'll save from the tax cut itself, even if the price of fuel <laughs> continues to fluctuate. All right, who's got a who's got a calculator? I do. Uh, All right, uh, ten gallons at. Uh, uh, just do five bucks. That's fifty bucks. That's, okay. I don't need a calculator for that, sir. <laughs> right. I didn't even. I could do that. Copy. Attaboy. Okay. Now ten uh, times eighteen point four. Times eighteen point four. One eighty four in my book without doing a calculator. A dollar eighty four. Wait, what? So the federal government is saying we won't hit you over the head. Hold on. What? Holy crap. What? That's right. In other words, this is nonsense. This is meaningless. I saw a great video. It's meaningless. That I told you about this morning, but it was a video, and I can't play it. It's littered with profanity. It's very funny, but it's a trucker whose semi has stalled, along with others that have stalled, because basically they ran out of fuel at the two gas stations in that area. And he said, so let me get this straight. The president wants to suspend the gas tax. That's like saying... You're going to do something to me for 45 seconds instead of one minute, Ma- mm-hmm. meaning it's not going to make a world of difference. Oh, yeah. But it was very funny. Kick me in the crotch for 45 Correct. seconds. Correct. Right. <laughs> Basically, that's what he uh, said. Uh, did you guys get the link that um, GLer sent us, Jordy? Um, and it just says, I haven't watched it yet. It's a link to a YouTube video. It says, watch as in 2008, Barack Obama bashed a gas tax holiday as a gimmick and not real relief. I know that we're having a debate right now about the gas tax holiday. I know how brutal this is on folks right now. No, you don't, you fraud. And I know they need relief, which is why I've offered a middle-class tax cut for every American, $1,000 for working families, working. where they can deal not only with don't say that, G. rising gas prices, but rising health care costs and rising grocery costs. But for us to suggest that 30 cents a day for three months is real relief. That that's a real energy policy means that we are not tackling the problem that has to be tackled. What's that? We are offering gimmicks when we're offering the same thing that John McCain's offering on the cheap. That means we're not presenting a truthful response to the challenges that we face in America. We can do better than that this time. The EPA calculates annual fuel costs using an average of 15,000 miles driven annually, which equates to $1,250 a month or 3,750 miles over the duration of the proposed tax holiday. During that number by a vehicle's combined fuel economy rating and then Dividing that number by a vehicle's combined fuel economy rating and then multiplying it by the tax offers an estimate for the typical savings an individual driver will realize uh, that it's nothing. It's it's yeah. it's nothing. It's it's meaningless. It sounds good on a soundbite, though. I think Boy, Obama's like... the guy running the show. By the way, what? Yeah. Well, it isn't this nutcase. He doesn't know what day That's it quite is. The, things would be this bad if Obama was running this. I show. want off this ride. Yeah. Don't I, we I, I really, it's just everywhere I look, it's just horrible. It's just horrible. Uh, the oil companies are fighting back as well they should. They've written a letter to Biden, many of them. Uh, here's a Reuters piece that says Chevron chief executive Michael Wirth on Tuesday rebutted White House officials' criticism 
of the oil industry over energy costs, saying reducing fuel prices will require a change in approach by the government. The letter is the latest in a series of acrimonious exchanges between the U.S. oil industry and President Biden, who is to blame over who is to blame for high fuel prices that have helped drive inflation to a 40-year high. The White House asked the CEOs of seven refiners and oil companies, including Chevron, to a meeting this week to discuss ways to increase production capacity and reduce energy prices. Worth said he would attend. Your administration has largely sought to criticize and at times vilify our industry, Worth said in a letter to Biden. These actions are not beneficial to meeting the challenges we face. A couple of hours later, Biden told reporters in Washington the executive was being too sensitive. (laughs) I didn't know they'd get their feelings hurt that easily, the president said when asked about Worth's letter. Wow. On June 10th, Biden blasted oil companies for making record profits and urged them to increase oil production and refining capacity to alleviate gasoline prices. He also accused ExxonMobil Corporation of making more money than God. I don't think God makes any money. No, he doesn't. He doesn't and not drilling himself. enough in comments in Los Angeles early this month. Biden is under pressure over record gas prices, and inflation is a top issue. Inflation is destroying his presidency, as well it should. It's, it's, eating, yeah. it's eating it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden is under pressure over record gasoline prices, and inflation is a top issue for voters ahead of the November elections with control of Congress at stake. Worth, the Chevron CEO, said the oil industry needs clarity and consistency on policy matters ranging from leases and permits on federal lands to the ability to permit and build critical infrastructure and regulation that considers costs and benefits. We need an honest dialogue, Worth said, one that recognizes our industry as a vital sector of the U.S. economy and is essential to our national security. Can I, can I tell you what I think he's saying between the lines? Go. You fruitcakes in Washington keep marrying yourself to the Green New Deal engineered by inexperienced people who don't know how this country works and don't know what drives our freedoms. And we're tired of it. So quit talking out of both sides of your mouth and let's have an honest dialogue, you crackpots. (laughs) Yes. criticized the oil and gas industry and at times vilified it and that the administration would need to take a change in approach in order to make progress on, on reducing energy prices and to increase supply. Do you have a reaction to that, sir? It's mildly sensitive. I didn't know they'd get their feelings hurt that quickly. Look, we need oh, bleep you. more refining <laughs> capacity. This idea that they don't quit have oil them. to drill yeah. and to bring up is simply not true. This piece of the Republicans talking about Biden shut down feels wrong. Well, you shut down the Keystone. So then we ought to be able to work something out whereby they're able to increase refining capacity and still not give up on transitioning to renewable energy. You can't have it both ways, you old person. Grandpa. Refiners are struggling to meet global demand for diesel and gasoline, exacerbating high prices and aggravating shortages from big consumers like the U.S. and Brazil to smaller countries like war-ravaged Ukraine and Sri Lanka. U.S. pump prices are near 5 bucks a gallon as soaring demand for motor fuel coincides with the loss of about a million barrels per day of processing capacity. 
In the last three years, many plants were closed when fuel demand cratered at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. The last U.S. refinery was built in the 1970s, Worth said earlier this month in a webcast, and reduced exports from Russia and China also contributed to global supply shortages. I personally do not believe there will be a new petroleum refinery ever built in this country, Worth said earlier this month in a webcast. The world is constrained at a time when product demand is growing. That's the head of Chevron. Hmm. It's just... Gasoline, diesel, oil, gas, is the lifeblood of American life. And it's being taken from us by by people incorrectly married to a Green New Deal, which might not be ready for a hundred years. And using scare tactics to get rid of oil. Mm -hmm. He said he didn't think they'd get their feelings hurt. Geez, I'm sorry your feelings are hurt. Mm. Wow. Other than that, though. It's not their feelings that are hurt. It's their reality that is being crushed. He can't continue to say out of one side of his mouth, we must transition to green energy, while out of the other side of his mouth comes a hectoring of the oil companies for not producing enough. It just doesn't work. Are you guys noticing more bags, too, by the way, on pumps when you're making your rounds? Yes. I haven't lately, but I've seen them in the past. Next door. They're they're running out quickly. Um, I, uh, I tried to gas up on Monday after... Right over here at Speedway? Yeah, at Speedway, and there were three pumps that were just bagged. I do have a, an apology to make, though. Oh, I accept your apology. My you saw Col- Maverick for the fourth time. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> my Colburns, our guy Bo down at the Bell playing Colburns, he said, um, I heard you said that we were out of gas. Boom. The pump was just broken. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, my local guy. Well, that makes sense because you just pointed, when making reference to the speedway, you pointed to the north. And, in fact, the speedway would be behind behind you you. to the west. You're right. I just want to saw my guy Randy. How did you know which way I was pointing? Wow, that's amazing, Kenny. We can see it. I do know uh, from working in the industry, usually when it's bagged, it's broken. Well, always when I worked for almost two years. But, John, I've come across... Stations where every one of them is bagged. Doesn't that then signify that they're out? I would assume. Well, you know what you could do, Reavers? Uh, just be factual and the next time inquire. Are you out of gasoline or are these pumps broken? Make sure you have a reporter's notebook. And yes, and jot it down and then you'll have your facts straight. Right. Okay. So I like right. speculation. It's fun. Do you guys do you guys know what the uh, gas tax is in Minnesota? I, just I don't. It it's a dollar twenty four. It's no. twenty eight and a half cents per no. gallon. Mm-hmm. That's, wow. that's 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 a, that's a lot of money for tax. But here's the Just problem. Say, here's the problem. All that will do is increase inflation, because the governor of the government will come back and say, "Well, we don't have enough money now." Oh. We'll just double the rebate. Well, check, John, you know. on a twenty-gallon tank, that's five and a half bucks. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Let's do the math here. So, what's the federal tax? Eighteen point four. Eighteen point four. So it uh, totals about oh, forty-seven no. cents. Okay. Cool. Okay. I guess now we're getting somewhere. Forty-seven um, point. So what am I gonna do here? Forty-seven times. What do I? Twenty thirty-gallon tank. That's fourteen dollars a tank. All right. That's so, significant. That would put me right around a hundred bucks instead of uh, one hundred and fourteen. Yeah, that's not going to help. 
but it does nothing for yeah. the country at large. No, it's it not going to help me either. Fourteen, right. no, I need. It would contribute to this out of control inflation. Speaking of which, inflation is out of control, but we have this news coming out of Washington that uh, while Americans witness the purchasing power of their money swiftly decline, White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain issued a tweet noting that U.S. currency will bear the signatures of two women for the first time ever. See, because they have their priorities straight. They know what they're doing. This is what's a serious problem in the world right now. The signature of Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen cannot be placed on the bills until a U.S. treasurer is installed, according to the New York Times, which noted that the rules require that the two signatures be added to new series of currency at the same time. But that will no longer be an obstacle. President Biden has decided to appoint Marilyn Malerba, chief of the Mohegan tribe, what? To serve as U.S. Treasurer. She will be the first Native American to serve in the post, according to the White House. Because it's important to have a first. Whether it's an Indian, a Haitian, a black, a woman. Or what, you need the first. Not if they're good or not Because the they job. will run the country better than someone with experience. Sure. And for the first time in history, according to the White House, the signatures of two women will be on the currency. Isn't that fantastic? Joe, that's progress. I feel better now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know where to turn anymore. And I'm including Trump in my disgust. I I can't stand what he's doing. Don't you think? I can't stand it. But don't you think Joe Biden kind of wishes right now that I wish Trump would have won because we could blame him all on this. Oh, he's going to win. That's what I was going to say. Come the midterms, the day after the midterms, I see them dropping the whole Green New Deal plan and getting off their ass and doing everything for the next following two years to get themselves reelected because they're going to – it's going to be a bitter pill come November for uh, Democrats. And if that foul seven-year-old Trump runs again – his only platform will not be, let's drill, let's secure the border, let's drop inflation. His only platform will be, boy, did I get robbed in 2020. Yeah. And that does nothing for this country. It doesn't, it doesn't move forward, you're right. Do you, Do you think there'd be any retribution? <clears throat> I'm if going to. Elected. What is he going to do? He's going to pardon himself from all future. Uh... <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't stand this child. We, we talked yesterday about the, the crisis in, uh, that we're surrounded by adult children. He is chief among them. Yes. Hey, Rook, what's He is the... a corrosive guy. He's corrupted. He has no brain. Something happened to him as a kid. He's wrong. He's just a foul. I wish I could just cut loose. That would be fun. I would like to hear what you had to say. Hey, Rook, what's the number for the email <laughs> and IT department? i got to make a quick uh, call. Make a quick call? <laughs> call uh, John? And Rick. I can't understand the f- sound, intelligent friends I have, many of whom highly educated, who buy his BS. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Rest in peace to the email. Oh, bleep your you email. Me, Don't write you me, me if you're a Trumper. The hell with you. <laughs> I'm tired of this BS. I am tired of it. This guy's nuts. He's flat out nuts. And dangerous. And dangerous, and you're a fool to follow this creep. <laughs> Good luck, Chris. I'm uh, tired of it. I want off this ride. Six four seven. Wherever yeah. I look, whether it's Kamala Harris or Trump, everything's nuts. Everything's insane. We're led by adult children, and they can't lead. 
They've lost all touch with the Constitution. They've lost all touch with adulthood. They've lost all touch with common sense and wisdom. They've lost all touch with charity and, and, and serving. They don't ought to serve. Trump is the most self-serving asshole that ever came down the pike. Got her. Okay. Yep. It's all about D's. I can't take it anymore. I know you I can't. I can't take it. You know what it's all about? It's all about D's. What do you mean? D's nuts! Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, God. <laughs> I just wanted to work that in. <laughs> Biden, Biden is ideologically corrupt, ideologically corrupt, (laughs) and Trump is humanly corrupt. We have nowhere to turn. We have nowhere to look. We have nowhere to hope. Biden is a puppet run by somebody else, and Trump is a, a miserable cur who thinks only of himself. And I'm, I'm. This used to be one hell of a country, and I'm, I'm, I'm at wit's end. I really am. I'm tired of getting up in the morning and preparing a show and, 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 and discovering Kamala Harris' latest sophomoric gaffe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the end of the show then, Joe? Is that what you're telling us? No, that's just the beginning. <laughs> the expletive floodgates are open, so uh, who would like to be Are next? we getting the Kardashian theory today? No. <laughs> one step close. One day closer, though. No, I got to get to Giants Ridge. I'm serious. I got to get somewhere peaceful. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I got to get somewhere before where you have the Fred Sanford big one. Before I have a stroke. <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> it's a greenery. It's nature. It's quietude. It's home to the legend and the quarry. Two of the greatest values in Minnesota golf. There's a great special now through August 29th. Play the legend and the quarry on the same day. 36 holes of Minnesota's best golf with lunch on them at the Wakuda Grill, uh, one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. Doesn't that sound soothing right now? Yes, sure. Doesn't does. that sound it wonderful? Sure soothing. Yeah, soothing. I'll soothe you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Take 3D course flyovers of the legend in the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. You might want to think of it as a family vacation destination given Biden's gas prices. Uh, it's within the borders of the state. You can get there probably on a tank. Because there's nearby water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift-served mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and much more, but the best golf, bucket list destination for golf. Make your tee time at Giants Ridge by calling 218-865-8030 or book online at GiantsRidge.com. Patrick Racy for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. I didn't even know this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with a population over 2,500, and the Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all those Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 16 insurance companies for a reason. That's to match 
match your specific situation for your area with the absolute best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your specific situation may change. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind that knowing that Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com today. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. How about taking a serious trip, getting out of the country, hitting the refresh button? You can do that with Escape With Us Vacations. Please, by the way. Yes, I'm yes. all in. Those of you, just <laughs> hit the refresh button. Escape With Us Vacations GL Yacht Adventure. Think below deck Mediterranean with all the fun, but without the drama. The Bella, Teresa and Maria, my sisters who own Escape With Us Vacations, they are planning a trip. The Bella is a 40-passenger ship with a full crew, swimming pool, great stuff. Sails from Dubrovnik to split up the Croatian coast, which is beautiful. Stopping in seven ports. Price-wise, that's what you're looking at. Take the wonderful, wonderful time to allow yourself a vacation. Starts at $2,500 per person. GLers get a $100 bar credit per person. Luxury cabins, breakfast, lunch every day, captain's dinner, city tours included. Maria and Teresa have the entire ship October 1st through the 8th of this year, and they will be leading the group. So you can ask them all the questions, get all the dirt on the rookie. They have toured the ships and handpicked the Bella for their clients. You want to join in? Call them with questions. 651-788-4338. They told me how beautiful Croatia is, and I want you GLers to have a great time. Escape With Us Vacations. Uh, they travel, email travel at escapewithusvacations.com or just call them 651-788-4338. Over 70 years combined years in the travel industry. Escape With Us Vacations. Book that Croatian GL yacht adventure today. Okay, here, here's where I am. I, I see no clarity and no hope in Washington, D.C. in the current administration. Their idea of governing is that they're thrilled because for the first time ever, the signature of two women will be on currency. This comes during a period of record high inflation. I see no hope, no clarity, no recovery for this country coming from Washington, D.C. I see no hope for clarity and recovery coming from Mar-a-Lago and the obsequious people who have fealty to this stunted bastard who's mentally ill. I see it. None. No clarity from there. No clarity from Washington. I am politically lost. I am politically lonely. And I am watching this country disappear before my very eyes. And I don't know what to do about it. This country needs a spiritual miracle. It needs a miracle. I only say spiritual because the founders had spirituality in mind upon the authoring of the Constitution and the Federalist Papers. They didn't pull that stuff out of their behind. That was driven by a, an adherence to faith. And that's gone. We're all at fault. We've let the political class become too large and too separate from us. They're running their own games, their own scams, their own dreams. It has nothing to do with us. Nothing. And like saps, we toil every day, fight the gas prices at the pump, fight the price of food, and these morons are celebrating the fact that they've got two women's signatures on a dollar bill. Right. 
or they think they're they're patting us on the head by trying to seek some relief from a federal gas tax, which is meaningless and will only increase the inflation they've brought about. I see no hope, no clarity, and no cover, no recovery. How do we get out? How do we change this? Spiritual miracle and how we achieve that, I don't know. Miracles happen every day. We, uh, we, we need an adult to step forward and grab this country by the collar and say, look, we're going down the wrong road. Well, we we're wrong pe- here. We the people need to take over. How do we do that? Do we reject the two-party system? What do, what do we do here? The, the nomination process, obviously, from my point on both parties, is ridiculous. That's, I think that's the point. We have to demand, and I don't know how we do it, that quality people yes. get in those positions. But how right. do it's, we it's, do that? Because the parties control everything. And, right. quality, and, and people, quality people look at the state of this country and make a personal decision of whether they want to put themselves through this. And but you're Joe, seeing that trickle down all the way to the local level where right. people don't even, even want to run for city council in their own hometown. But you guys, even when quality people are running, they don't get the nomination. The exactly. generic, exactly. marketable, whoever who's probably not as qualified as the other ones, always get the nomination. You know why? We saw it locally with our guy... Kendall uh, Coles. Kendall. Because that's the grip the the entrenched political class has on the system. That's the grip they have. There would have been crossover voting for Kendall. Mm -hmm. I think he would have won easily. Uh, You for sure would have had black people voting for him just because his service... Well, not just that, common Matthew. Sense, not just because he was a uh, black guy. But Matthew, also the independents, the people that cross over parties, and uh, you know Libertarians every other, and, yeah. every the people other who election. pay attention. Yeah, the, one the, of the big the, problems exactly. is the American citizenry, in large part, does not pay attention. The people that vote for the candidate and not the party—that's who Kendall would have appealed to. Mm-hmm. Instead, go ahead. with the Democrats, we Biden gets the nod, and then all of the S-heels that he built uh, beat out are now working in his administration. <laughs> One of them is the VP. You know, the best, Kenny, is when those clips surface from the convention where, what did they have, about 58 people that were all debating one another at one of the uh, Democratic yeah. debates? Yeah. And they're all ripping each other to shreds, and now they all work together. Yeah, well, It's as though the it, parties will determine who's the president, not us. Right. Yeah. What were we going to say, Johnny? Well, what Chris said, and it's no different. Remember Lindsey Graham on the Republican side said, if we uh, get Trump elected, he'll destroy our party and we'll have deserved it. But now Lindsey Graham, you know, he worships at the feet of Donald Because Trump. he can't relinquish power. Exactly. They live on the exactly. third rail. They have yep. nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That's exactly it. They're getting limo rides. You think they give a bleep what a gallon of gas cost? Hell nah. I didn't know I would I go down this road today. But... Uh, I, I can't imagine following for this follow, falling for this BS on either side. I just can't imagine it. 
I can't imagine how anyone could fall for this Biden-Harris BS. I can't imagine anyone falling for this Trump BS. And these obsequious fools who don't have the balls to break away from him are sickening. They're sickening. They're a bunch of P-words. See, I was able to hold back there. Very nice. Boy, I was a little self-edit there, huh, cowboy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're talking about pasta? A posse. Okay. Yeah, Would you be, su- be surprised if in 2024 we had two different candidates for the presidency? I would, because both parties seem to be leaning one way or the other. Uh, wouldn't it be nice, though, maybe to uh, what do you somebody mean? with some... Well, with some, well, both Biden, you know, says he's going to run, and you know they'll nominate him again. I was just going to ask, has, has a sitting president ever not received the nomination for re-election? Oh, I don't think he'll get the nomination. Uh, I think John. they want him out. Yeah, uh, no, his, I didn't we... I just read today or yesterday, his approval rating among Democrats is at an all-time low, low for mm-hmm. all presidents. The yep. country's in a mess. Yeah. What do they have to cling to? What do they have to bring to the American public and said, look at what we've accomplished. They've accomplished nothing. Nothing. Well, nothing but disasters. Nothing. You know, taking it, us in the wrong direction. You know who should get the nomination then if they don't no, no. give it to Biden? Oh. The governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here. You turn and, that um, Talking off. about the significance of the passage of time. Oh, that. Right? The significance oh, go to of our, the Let's passage. go to our new one. Okay. Let's go to our new one. You want to set it up there, sir? Vice President Kamala Harris. Well, just a minute. I don't need to review what she's done. We've, we've done her word salads. In the past. It's a new one today, boys. Buckle up. Most recently, the (laughs) vice president got stuck in yet another speech loop, this time seemingly inspired by the person she was speaking to, or at least that person's name, Joy. Joy Reid of MSNBC. Who is Joy Reid? No idea. She's a... uh, Is she on The View? That's Joy uh, PR. No, she is not. She's on MSNBC. She has her own show there. Uh, she's she's definitely a lefty. She had the definitely quote, too, that no the image of Kamala is distorted by mostly male and white uh, talking heads, right? Wasn't that her big... Here, Here is, uh, during an interview with MSNBC host Joy Reid, the vice president repeated the word joy four times while responding to a question <laughs> about Kentanji Brown-Jackson confirmation hearings. We all sat and watched the Katanji Brown-Jackson uh, hearings uh, in which she very calmly um, sat through what I think a lot of, particularly black women, let's just be honest, felt was brazen disrespect from senators like Lindsey Graham, senators like Tom Cotton, senators like Josh Hawley. What did you think when you watched that hearing? I will tell you, Joy. Oh, jeez. I experienced great joy. Oh my lord! When I watched this brilliant, and you wonder why I feel the way I do. Phenomenal! I know why you do. Black woman. She's a fraud. Jurist. She's a liar. Be so smart. She's an idiot. And just cut through the political gamesmanship that they were attempting to incite. And she just was composed. And as far as I'm concerned, was taking a whole lot of people to school. Ooh, to school? Yeah. school? And school. I watched that with incredible joy. 
Because it was just Story. brilliance being displayed oh for the entire country to see. <sighs> and I cannot wait to see. I, it, that will only be matched by the joy That's four. that I experience when I see her take the oath to be the next justice on the United States Supreme Court. A woman who could off today. Um, a woman who could not explain what a woman is, because she can't, because she is attached to the 05 percent of the population that thinks men can get pregnant. She's a fraud. She's an ideologue. She was appointed because she's a black ideologue female. I take no joy in pointing that out. Joy. Matched by the joy that I experience when I see her get her robes and ascend to the bench. She's a fraud. She can't identify what a woman is. Unbleeping believable. Of course she can. She chooses but not she's to. not allowed to. She doesn't, yeah, she she's doesn't not dare. allowed to. By these ideologue precious fools who have nothing to do with us. Nothing. Okay. Kamala's getting to the point where she isn't worth replaying, is she? Are she's you kidding me? Idiot. Well, I know she's the gift that keeps on giving for audio and podcast, but she's such a miserable fool. Plus, you know what she does? What's the rookie? Remember the great clip we once had of the of the Brit? He says, "Are you winding him up? Quit winding him up." He's talking to his two kids in the back seat because oh, yes. they were bu- bugging each other. That's what Kamala does to the mayor. You winding him up? She winds him up. Why are you why are you winding him up? Who's like a gherkin? <laughs> And then she sleeps into this vernacular that it's so disingenuous and so obvious. She did it with the uh, the radio host who asked her about Ukraine. And that's when she came up with, well, Ukraine's that smaller country. And, you know, Russia's a much bigger country. You phony. Ukraine is a country in Europe. Powerful. It exists next to another country called Russia. Uh-huh. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Powerful. Russia powerful. decided to invade you a fraud. smaller country called Ukraine. Yep. So basically that's wrong. Oh. And it goes against everything that we stand for. See? You know what is. we're dying for? You know what we're dying for as a citizenry? Somebody to respect. There you go. Because they respect us. You know that Ronald Reagan was never in the Oval Office without his suit coat and his tie on. I'm, I'm, I think that might be true of quite a few presidents. Okay. Yeah. I don't Maybe know. not lately. I was just going to say, hang on. I never walk into the GL Podcast Studios without my baseball cap on. That's true. Which That's you then promptly dedication. remove. I do. Yeah. Dedication. Let's bring on John Height and give me a break. Okay. <laughs> Need some water. <laughs> Boy. Yes. Who is this Patrick? Who is this Patrick that calls? He's been the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Ain't no shortage of sea foam at the local farm store, and I'm talking from the big boxy ones with the orange little shorty silo out front to the 
local uh, equities and co-ops, NAC hardware stores, C-stores, auto parts stores, repair shops, the world over. You can get C-foam at a funeral parlor. Everywhere. Everywhere. If you roll into a random store and the shelf is empty or you get the last two cans, uh, cans, excuse me, you need to look in the mirror, GL or Vic Dorso from Twitter, and ask yourself some very important life questions like, what the heck am I doing buying just a few random cans when I should be buying seafoam motor treatment by the case or the gallon? Yes, it's available by the gallon, but I know the answer from Vic. He drives semi, he's an independent trucker, and he's spending over $800 every day to fill up his semi. That's all he can afford right now. He'd buy more than a few cans if he wasn't so tortured at this point. Uh, but it, that brings up another point. If you're the type that's been stocking and storing gas, boy, you need seafoam more than, more than the rest of us, that's for sure. Today's gas prices uh, outrageous, and today's gas goes bad really fast. Seafoam, the magical answer to keep that gas fresh in your storage tank. It's a true miracle. It's magic in a can. It's a wonderful product in a world of very expensive bad gas. It's Seafoam. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Brooklyn Center has agreed to pay the family of Dante Wright $3.25 million in a wrongful death settlement, the family's legal team announcing. Attorneys Antonio Romanucci and Jeff Storms claim the settlement reached with the city was the third largest wrongful death payout in state history and the biggest outside of Minneapolis. Minneapolis City Council last year approved the largest such settlement with George Floyd's family to the tune of $27 million. Former Brooklyn Center police officer Kim Potter shot and killed 20-year-old Wright during a traffic stop on April 11, 2021. Body camera footage of the encounter showed Potter yelling taser before she fired her gun. She was later convicted on charges of first-degree manslaughter and second-degree manslaughter uh, and received a two-year sentence in February. The final terms of this settlement are pending an agreement on substantial and meaningful non-monetary relief. According to legal counsel, the family is seeking the establishment of a permanent Dante Wright Memorial and more extensive training for Brooklyn Center police officers on office intervention, implicit bias, weapons confusion, de-escalation, and mental health crisis. What determines the amount? Because that's, a thir- what is that, a tenth of the price? Whatever the lawyers can get out of you. Yeah, they just negotiate and... Oh. Okay. And then it's done. I thought because Joe mentioned. I thought Crump was their attorney. I saw a picture of him. I'm sure he got a taste somehow. He was uh, probably yeah, overall okay. top counselor. I'd, whatever. Uh, I'd love to know what they mean by de-escalation. Do they mean not pull over criminals or let them go? Yeah. Um, yeah, and in fact, Kenny, the city has already agreed to part of that uh, regarding pretextual traffic stops. So I think you're right. That's part of what it means. Mm. So. Minnesota's Attorney General delivered a pledge to protect travelers seeking legal abortion in the state in preparation for a potential U.S. Supreme Court ruling that could outlaw most abortions in several states. In May, a leaked Supreme Court draft decision reportedly showed justices might overturn Roe v. Wade. The controversial court case allowing women to obtain an abortion legally was first decided in 1973. Keith Ellison held a news conference to remind Minnesotans abortion will remain legal in Minnesota even if the court overturns Roe v. Wade. He said, what we don't know is exactly what the words of the opinion will say, but based on the leak, we anticipate Roe v. Wade could be overturned. He says a Minnesota Supreme Court ruling protecting the right to abortion will remain the law of the land in Minnesota. 
Ellison said he anticipates women will come to Minnesota for abortions from other Midwestern states where abortion laws will likely be more restrictive. He says he will protect their rights under Minnesota law. Tomorrow we have Jim Schultz joining us. Yes, sir. He is mm-hmm. running against Keith Ellison for the attorney general position. I, I hope he's aware of the jinx, and apparently he is. His people reached out to us. He's a hail fellow, well met, and he's running against Keith Ellison. And there would be no more delightful loss in politics than to see Keith try to go out and oh, actually find oh. a job. What a day that will be. A glorious day. Can our first question be. be, is he going to go after candy store owners in northern Minnesota? No, he's he's too busy now welcoming women from around the country. Uh, what a day that will be when my... Yikes. What is Star he, slipping into some when, Lutheran yeah. choir? Lord, I, no I do see what a glorious oh, wow. day that Who will knew? be. Who I love knew? hymns. I Can love hymns. Star Tribune reporting the St. Paul School Board yesterday signed off on a student-driven renaming of Ramsey Middle School. It will now be Hidden River School. The name reflects the presence of an aquifer beneath Summit Avenue and was the overwhelming choice of staff and students who sought to distance the school from the name of Alexander Ramsey, the state's second governor. Students pushed for the change because of Ramsey's call for the extermination of the Dakota people in Minnesota. The change first was suggested by the district's Student Engagement and Advancement Board back in 2016, but the effort didn't take off at the school level until 2020. Students and staff sifted through 208 name submissions initially. You're yeah, telling me, wait a minute, you're telling these kids can't add two plus two, but they know there's an aquifer under Summit Avenue. I was just going to say, okay, what a bunch of BS. That particular mm-hmm. school has major major no student kidding. problems no and kidding. they need to change that before they're changing the name of the school the gl podcast was sent a tweet this morning gl podcast chris reavers and myself sent a tweet from some guy calling himself the boogeyman yes right yes did you see it uh, chris it mm-hmm. looked he was he took a photo of some tweets and he posted it and it's too small for my eyes to totally uh, read I'd like him to somehow repost that so we can read it because the tweet he reposted is addressing those very concerns, Joe. The type of people that cry and complain and cancel and change names and do this but have actually not accomplished anything in their lives. Anything. Here we go. Nothing. Nothing. Some of you have done nothing with your life and you're mad. You have a college degree and a smartphone with access to virtually anything and you can barely get out of bed in the morning while you spit on people who built a whole world with nothing but a horse, map, and axe. You've made nothing with, with access to everything. You've conquered nothing. Hell, you can't even conquer yourself. So go tear it all down. Scream into the void how unfair it all is. It's not that you've wasted your short time. Surely not. Don't bother with your own legacy. You're busy crapping on long dead who aren't here to care. Go burn down every Starbucks. That'll show them. Torch that target. Tear down every monument. Deface every memorial. But what have you built? What do you leave behind? So take your Benzos. Don't know what that means. 
Uh, get an Uber to drop off your dinner. Buy dinner. an adult coloring book. Have sex with strangers to ease your crippling anxiety. It's not you. It's the system, really. It isn't fair. Go cancel someone. Dock someone. They deserve it. You're the good guy. Don't write an epic novel worth building a statue to remember you. Go troll seven-year-old problematic tweets ever on the hunt for the boogeyman. See, now you've accomplished something. Cancel everyone. You're a warrior now, a real hero. And lastly... Whatever you do, never take a moment to self-reflect on your own failures. Never own them. Never take a hint of responsibility. Remember, you're just a helpless victim of circumstances beyond your control. This all means nothing. It's like you weren't even here. Who can you read? Who the original author was? Barely. It's uh, L U at. L-U-I-N-A-L, Lewin, Alaska, I believe is the title. That's t- what I thought it was, okay. Lewin, Alaska. Yeah. There you go. I'll retweet it from the Garage Logic Twitter account. But that pretty much says what we've been saying a long time. Yep. Attorneys for a Minneapolis GOP political donor facing federal sex trafficking charges allege that law enforcement improperly listened in on his privileged jail phone conversations between the man and his lawyers. Antone Tony Lazaro has been held in Sherburne County Jail since August. He's awaiting trial on 10 counts of child sex trafficking charges. Daniel Gerritz, an attorney for Lazaro, asked U.S. District Judge Patrick Schiltz to dismiss the indictment or impose other appropriate sanctions, which could include barring agents, prosecutors, or staff aware of the call's contents from further involvement in the case. Lazaro charged with conspiracy, uh, one count of attempted sex trafficking of a minor, three counts of obstruction of justice, five counts of sex trafficking. He was charged alongside former University of St. Thomas student Gisela Castro Medina. Medina accused of recruiting underage girls for a sex trafficking conspiracy she took part in with Lazaro. Both have pleaded not guilty. Mm-hmm. The FBI declined to comment. A BCA spokesperson did not immediately respond to a re- request for comment. U.S. Attorney's Office will be filing a response with the court, but a spokesperson otherwise declined to comment about the fact that he said they were taping his phone calls. President Joe Biden calling on Congress, as you talked about earlier, to suspend federal gasoline and diesel taxes for three months. That would save you about 18.4 cents a gallon. If the gas savings were fully passed along to consumers, people would save about 3.6% at the pump. Many economists and lawmakers from both parties view the idea with skepticism. There's not a lot the president can do to fix prices that are set to global markets, according to the administration. Energy companies are scheduled to meet tomorrow with Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm to discuss ways to increase supply. And Inflation is too much money chasing too few goods. Thus... Gas prices. Copy that. A story we've been following since it first happened. The South Dakota Senate yesterday convicted the attorney general there, Jason Ravensborg, of two impeachment charges stemming from a 2020 fatal crash. It removes him and bars him from future office. Ravensburg, a first-term Republican who only recently announced he wouldn't seek re-election, showed little emotion as senators convicted him first of committing a crime that caused someone's death. Then they delivered another guilty verdict on a malfeasance charge that alleged he misled investigators and misused his office. Uh, you might remember Ravensburg told a 911 dispatcher the night of the crash he might have hit a deer or another large animal. Said he didn't know he struck a man. That man was 55-year-old Joseph Bover. He said he didn't know he hit a man until he returned to the scene the next morning. 
Criminal investigators said they didn't believe some of Ravensburg's statements, and several senators made clear that they didn't either. The chamber's top-ranking Republican, Senator Lee Schoenbeck, said there's no question it was a lie. This person ran down an innocent South Dakotan. Schoenbeck also criticized the attorney general for declining to testify in his own uh, defense, saying he should have shared, quote, what the hell he was doing the night of the crash. In the weeks after the 2020 presidential election, Donald Trump engaged in an unrelenting campaign targeting state and local officials, many of them fellow Republicans, riling up his supporters and putting in physical danger officials who refused to help overturn his election loss. All of that new information outlined yesterday by the House Committee investigating the January 6th attack. At its fourth public hearing, the committee laid out how menace and violence trailed Trump's election falsehoods, afflicting everyone who resisted, from high-level elected officials to ordinary election workers. The scheme, orchestrated by Trump's outside advisors, convened Trump's electors in December 2020 in key swing states won by Biden, even though the White House counsel's office and his own campaign's top lawyers agreed they had no legal standing for false electors. Meanwhile, the hearing also included new details, uh, details about Republican lawmakers of interest to the January 6th investigation. Text messages provided to the committee showed that as Congress got ready to meet, a staffer to Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin tried to arrange for Johnson to personally hand Vice President Mike Pence the certificates signed by the fake Trump electors in Wisconsin and Michigan, presumably making it more difficult for the vice president to recognize only Biden's votes. Uh, but aide to, aid to Pence, excuse me, uh, said, do not give that to the vice president. That's like trying to pay at the store with Monopoly money. Doesn't happen. <laughs> there were fake pieces of paper. Fake news. <laughs> no, not fake news, Rick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say it. The Internal Revenue Service faces daunting mathematical and logistical challenges in its attempt to largely eliminate its tax return backlog by the end of the year. The backlog of unprocessed, uh, unprocessed paper tax returns, 21.3 million at the end of May. That's up 1.3 million from a year earlier. Uh, uh, the Aaron Collins, a national taxpayer advocate, says, unfortunately, at this point, the backlog is still crushing the IRS, its employees, and most importantly, taxpayers. Everybody here got theirs filed? and uh, Yeah, I keep filing mine. I'm current. No, I, no took out an ex- I took out an extension. Oh. I haven't bothered to send them in yet. It's only a matter of time, bro. They're going to get you. <laughs> Powerful earthquake hit a rural mountainous region of eastern Afghanistan early today, killing 1,000 people oh. and injuring 1,500 more in one of the country's deadliest quakes in decades. Officials warned the already grim toll could still rise. Information from the remote area near the Pakistani border remains scarce, but early footage from villages tucked among the rough mountains show residents picking through rubble of collapsed stone and mud brick houses. The disaster posed a major test for Afghanistan's Taliban government, which seized power nearly 10 months ago. Rescuers rushed to the area by helicopter, but the response is likely to be complicated since a lot of international aid agencies left Afghanistan after the Taliban takeover. Moreover, most governments are wary of dealing directly with the Taliban, a reluctance that could slow the deployment of emergency aid and teams typically sent after natural disasters. Well, they don't have any building codes, and half those, God bless the lost people, they have no building codes, and those dumps are made out of paper mache. Mm-hmm. Jurors at a civil trial found yesterday. You're on a fun Cosby. day today, Joe? No, I'm not. 
<laughs> Maybe the ones we left behind could go help find the uh, there injured. There you go. I should have maybe, if I'd have known what was going to happen, I'd have just had all kickers for my new Thank right. you. Right. right. It right. would have worked better. <laughs> Jurors at a civil trial found yesterday Bill Cosby sexually abused a 16-year-old girl at the Playboy Mansion in 1975. The L.A. County jury delivered the verdict in favor of Judy Huth, who is now 64 years old, and awarded her half a million dollars. She said the fact that jurors believed her story meant more than the sum of money or the fact that she didn't win any punitive damages. Jurors found that Cosby intentionally caused harmful sexual contact with youth, that he reasonably believed she was under 18, and that his conduct was driven by unnatural or abnormal sexual interest in a minor. Cosby's attorneys agreed that Cosby met youth and her high school friend on a Southern California film set in April of 1975 and then took them to the Playboy Mansion a few days later. Hugh's friend Donnie Samuelson's key witness took photos of the mansion of the two together. Hugh testified that in a bedroom adjacent to a game room where the three had been hanging out, Cosby attempted to put his hand down her pants and then exposed himself and forced her to perform a sexual act. He's a piece of work, isn't he, the old cause? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have a musician death, obscure maybe to you guys. We'll see in a minute. Not to me. Member of a highly influential band well, in the seventies, especially if you're a kid. Humble brag there, but Johnny. Well, if you were a kid in the seventies trying to learn to play the blues, you ran into this band. Famed Chicago blues guitarist and vocalist Jim Schwall. Oh yeah! Oh Jim! Jimmy! Yeah, Jimmy! Jimmy Schwalzy. He's the guitar Jimmy guy. He's the guitar Schwalzy. guy. He also played the nipple bass. Schwalski. Schwalski. Co-founder of the influential. And popular Siegel Schwall band. Of course. Yeah, you know what? The they weren't influential and they weren't popular. You Nobody ever heard of them. I think they played at my grandparents' so wedding. I think right. so. Wow, you you just couldn't be more wrong, Joe. Yeah, I know. Oh, he died of natural causes son. at his yeah. home in Tucson. He was 79. Known Ooh. for his distinctive guitar sound, he played an amplified Gibson B25 acoustic. Sure, of course he did. Schwall the blues, huh? Did, did he die of boredom? Schwall helped <laughs> introduce the he blues. He didn't wake up this morning. <laughs> Schwall helped introduce the blues to the rock and roll audience with his easygoing, good-natured music. He was also a political activist, a teacher, a photographer, and a writer. He was born in Chicago in 1942. He met Corky Siegel in Chicago in 1964. The pair soon discovered their mutual love for the music, began performing as a duo, Corky on harmonica and piano, and Jim on guitar. Corky, he was just the wild one of What's the group. up, bro? Yeah. Tricks and the antics. Band, <laughs> the band was signed to Vanguard <laughs> Records by blues music historian and writer Sam Charters in 1965. They released five albums on Vanguard. It's a uh, long story, they, isn't it, Joe? It really later is. They would sign with RC, <laughs> they would later sign with RCA's Wood Nickel, release five more albums. We're up to ten more albums, and, and did, any uh, you clowns have heard of them yet. The Rolling after Stones a, steal all of their material? or just After a hiatus, the Siegel Schwall Band reformed in 1987 and released two more albums on Alligator Records, so we're up to 12 albums you guys have. Did he of them, die so. of boredom, Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't wake up this morning. No, he did not. <laughs> I'd take that as an insult, but I've heard the music Kenny listens to, so I just could ignore it. It's a very short song, too, if he didn't wake up this morning. We, well, we that, learned today that Kenny likes hymns. Yeah, that's yeah, what he Kenny listens to. Hymns. Nothing wrong with a nice yeah. hymn. Nice hymns. Good. It's a nice what thing. a day, glorious day, oh that God. will be. <laughs> Middle-aged people who cannot stand on one leg for uh -oh. at least 10 seconds 
appear to be at higher risk of dying within a decade. What do you do All that right. for? Hold on. This according to a new get up. study. Come on, Such. Get no, up. I'm not. I've tried One already. leg, 10 well, seconds. Wait a minute. You guys are acting like you're middle-aged. Hold on. Let me get up. Oh, that's hurtful. <laughs> Six. Wow. I don't even think I'm middle-aged anymore. Stop watch. Ten, I'm good. Hold on. Go. Rook's good. One, two, Oh, Rook three, almost fell there. Four, five. Six, oh, oh, oh. So seriously? Eight, I'm going. Nine, ten. Yeah. I okay, got you balance. guys good? Everybody's yeah, still live. up at 13. I can do 10. Okay. I'm not so sure. Oh, 16 We're, seconds. I'm exhausted. Researchers found volunteers who struggled with the simple balancing test were, get this, 84% more likely to die in the next 10 years oh. than those who could stand Great. unsupported after taking into account variables like age and illness. And uh, the night this, before. <laughs> I get a little sweaty doing that. Yeah. Uh, this study, uh, believe it or not, uh, they just got done with it. Started way back in 2009 in Brazil. Hmm. So, uh, you know, you guys are all okay. It sounds like. I think we're good. A video obtained by a TV news station in Washington D.C. shows a number of people on dirt bikes and ATVs riding on the National Mall on Sunday night. Riders can be seen on the street, on a sidewalk, and then on the grass near the Washington Monument. Bystanders can be seen watching as the group off-roads onto the grass. The clip went viral on social media. A lot of viewers outraged by what they saw. U.S. Park Police officers responded, but the ATVs had left the area prior to any law enforcement intervention, according to a statement. Uh, no one was arrested. It's illegal to ride a dirt bike or ATV on D.C. streets, but police have trouble enforcing the law as a no-chase policy is in effect. The riders were seen a week after an ATV rider shot and wounded a driver who said he asked a group of riders if they thought what they were doing was, and this is his word, Appropriate. Well, uh, they sound terribly disrespectful. They uh, very disrespectful. The driver, after he got shot, said he felt lucky to be alive. And in Florida, an odd story that unfortunately results in death. On Sunday, Davie, Florida police say 40-year-old Dimitri Alexiu drowned while trying to save his parrot which had flown into the retention pond behind his apartment building mm -hmm. west of University Drive. Mm -hmm. Janine Ross, who saw Dave... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. A parrot? That's yeah. right. Uh -huh. Yeah. They fly, don't they? Yep. They do. They do fly, yes. He was worried he was going to drown? Well, I would say get another parrot, you... Solve problem. Probably not worth drowning over. No. No. Janine Ross, who saw Davy rescue drivers try to unsuccessfully save Alexu, said it was horrible. I was in tears. Jared McCall said he'd sometimes see Alexu walking two dogs near the pond. Davy police say no foul play is suspected. It's still unclear, though, how the parrot, which did survive, ended up in the pond with Alexu trying to save it. Hmm. His friend Carson Ross says Alexiu worked as an electrical lineman. He says Alexiu had worked a long shift before the incident. He says Alexiu may have been dehydrated and not known what he was doing. Hmm. Poor Jay guy. Sanford's. Did Jay the parrot um, uh, no, impersonate no. what the uh, what the guy's last words were? No, 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 no. 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 no he didn't. Think so. <laughs> Something no. about Trump, I guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Senior program coordinator uh, for the city said the bottoms are muck and you sink in it. You don't know how deep they are oh, or what's sure. on the bottom. Yeah. It's very dark. 
Mm. Water. It's too bad. Murky. Like quicksand. Murky. Murky water. Good luck transitioning out of that one, Rook. Well, I'll tell you what. John, thank you. You're welcome. Every walk of life. Yes. You do the walk of life. Need shoes. Every walk of life needs shoes. Yeah, it doesn't matter what walk of life you're in. You need a pair of good shoes. Footwear. I walk a whole bunch over at the airport, and my friends over at Red Wing Shoes want you to stop by and get fitted. Red Wing stores have experts in making sure you get the best fitting shoe or boot possible. They don't have boxes that you look through trying to find your size. They have experts who know how to find the right footwear for your job in the perfect size. It's extremely important if you walk a lot and you're on your feet at work. Not just sitting around here like these morons. Start buying shoes the right <laughs> way again. Step into a Red Wing store and get fit properly. You know the Red Wing brand, and you know they are wonderful. Visit them in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Red Wing shoes, man, they are great shoes. And remember, Red Wing shoes, work is our work. See if he can Let's get through this. this. <laughs> you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. When Moon Motorsports says they uh, says they like to sponsor <laughs> rider events. Told you wouldn't get through right. it. <laughs> when they say they're into rider events, they don't mean riding your dirt bike in ATV on the National Mall. Come on, man. That's Come on, not man. cool. Come on, man. Come on, man. Moon Motorsports, 50 years plus, is a family-owned joint. Multi-line dealer uh, committed to us, the riders, more than any other dealer in our region by hosting and sponsoring rider events. That's what we're talking about here. Uh, we're inviting, our Moon is actually inviting us GLers to join them Saturday, June 25th. It's a Dinky Town Tattoo Ink ride. You get in on this ride and you're going to be entered to win a gift certificate for Fresh Ink. Of course, we're pushing for a face tattoo. We think that would be awesome. Also, Moon's annual Vintage and Heritage Motorcycle Show. That's coming up pretty soon here, August 6th. That's not far away. Meanwhile, if you need to be inspired right now today, get to the Moon Motorsports showroom. Your breath will be taken away. They're sitting on the south side of 94 in Monticello, and they're featuring, well, it's a massive showroom, so 10 different brands of bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, and sleds. You can also see it all, new and used inventory, at moonmotorsports.com. We always turn to Canada, don't we, for our cultural enlightenment and that kimono-wearing Trudeau. Sure. See what he comes up with. Uh, the Canadian government is cracking down on the manufacture, importation, and sale of single-use plastic items such as checkout bags, cutlery, and more. No more plastic in Canada. Mm. You just can't have it. Straws, grocery bags, the whole deal. What do you eat with your fingers if you get a to-go order? The ban will be implemented in phases with the prohibition against manufacturing and importing many of the plastic products slated to take effect later this year. The ban on the manufacture and import of these harmful single-use plastics, barring a few targeted exceptions to recognize specific cases, will come into effect in December, according to a government press release, to provide businesses in Canada with enough time to transition and to deplete their existing stocks, uh, the government has placed these plastics in six categories. Plastic straws are on the chopping block, with some exceptions. Okay. Retail stores will be permitted to sell flexible plastic straws bundled in a pack of 20 or more upon request. Mm. 
Those are the bendy kinds. But they must keep the product out of sight. Mm. Oh, like porno <laughs> mags. Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow. Medical instructions will not be, medical institutions will not be blocked from giving patients flexible plastic straws. Okay. Manufacture and import of single-use plastic flexible straws are not prohibited, but sale of uh, sup-flexible straws, what's that, single-use, is only permitted in specific circumstances, according to guidelines. What would happen if all these bureaucrats had to go get a real job? (laughs) They'd be in line a long time. They wouldn't survive. No, I'm conscientious of plastic. It goes right into my recycling bag. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're doing your part. I'm not wasteful of it. You the asked f- what you asked what sup was? Yeah. Single-use plastic. I thought that was a that was a version of a dog, wasn't it? These flexible straws are considered more sup accessible dog. than straight sup straws dog. as they can bend and maintain their position. <laughs> Okie doke. With You're outraged new, by this, aren't you? With these new regulations, we're taking a historic step forward in reducing plastic pollution and keeping our communities and the places we love clean. Canada's Minister of Environment and Climate Change, Stephen Gilbu, said, uh, fruitcake. Come on. In response to a tweet from uh, Justin Trudeau, Keenan Bexit declared, all you've done is convince me to import a lifetime supply of straws. You can peel them out of my cold, dead hands. When, when did it be? When did it? When did it become uh, the norm to quote tweets of complete strangers who have nothing to do with anything in a news story? Because that's what journalism is today. This is the middle of a news story. We got a tweet from this guy, Keen Bexty. How are you going to jet across the world polluting the air more than any other person in Canada, and then ban us peasants from using grocery bags? Somebody else tweeted. Justin Trudeau, how about you ban them for your family and leave the rest of Canada out of it? Have you ever drank a Slurpee with a paper straw? It's the worst. (laughs) Justin Trudeau is the ruiner of Slurpees in Canada, somebody else tweeted. What what is this tweet crap? Get him out of the damn news story. Bunch of nonsense. And here out of Northern Illinois University comes news that animals don't have equity. Oh, no. Oh. Squirrel privilege is real. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Yeah, hermit crabs have wealth inequality. These are headlines from the Salon and the New York Times and represent a growing trend among people who have not been able to earn a living to come up with these studies. Income inequality and privilege exists in the animal world. I, 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 and you wonder why I want to get off this ride? Right. <laughs> inequality is not confined to humans. Animals are divided by privilege, too. This was an essay based, uh, published in Behavioral Ecology in December. Mammals, fish, birds, and even insects have been shown to benefit from inherited wealth and abilities. Hmm. What are you idiots going to do about it? Some have a better quality of life than other members. No, let me, let me straighten you academics out, and God forbid you ever had to work because you'd fail miserably because you, you have no idea what work is. The, uh, the animals ha- don't have free will, and they only exist to eat, 
and reproduce. That's all they do. Hermit crabs That's included? That's all they do. Hermit crabs included? They have included? no other role. Okay. None. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so there's no such thing as inequality in the animal world. You either get it or you don't. Okay. Boom. That's, that's it. That's the way it is. This is not worth studying. This is not worth me reading it. And this wasn't worth the paper it was printed on, even though I used both sides of the paper yes, to try and preserve it. Yes, you yes, did. did. Really In the name really of equity. Yes. Female wasps inherit their nests from their parents. Well, that's nice. Those bastards. So it's in their estate plan. Sure. They have to pay Never tax. Never done anything. Yeah, so wow. they're already just, you know, hey. Spoiled. Wow. Don't worry. We get mom and dad's place. Don't worry about it. Yeah. How many is he going to get out of this one? There's one. That's two. Are you going to recycle that? Not this one. You going to be no, okay, uh, Suchi boy? I guess, you know what? I got something that will cheer you up. He, he, I think Joe needs to make a stop on the way home. Yeah, you know so what I might do? all those Republicans in Congress criticizing me today oh. for high gas prices in America, yeah. are you now saying we were wrong to support Ukraine? Are you saying we were wrong to stand up to Putin? Are you saying that we would rather have lower gas prices in America and Putin's iron fist in Europe? I don't believe that. I'll tell you what I'm saying, Uncle Joe. You're very worried about Ukraine's border, but we don't have one. Yeah. We don't have one. And you're sending my money to Ukraine so they can protect their border. I'm all for Ukraine to, to defeat Putin. But we don't have a border. Joe, Joe. I'll tell you where I'd like to make a stop. I got the car bug. What are you going to go? You know, cars with me don't last long. I like to switch them out. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. You like to switch them out. I might get over to Schmelzy, see what they got. The family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock at Schmelz Countryside and Maplewood. They're arriving daily. If they're not there, you order one. Right there at the uh, southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61. Multi-generational dealership. It's where I shop. I always have. I always will. You they know, my, uh, my Jetta, my I'm Volkswagen I'm not done with the Jetta. ad yet. I'm just letting you know that yeah. my Jetta was purchased at, at Schmelz. yeah. It is still running fine. It is running fine. And you got a hell of a deal I on it from it me. from a third party, yeah. and I got ripped off as hell, which is why you want to go to Schmelz and <laughs> yeah, get a good deal. That screwed you. He definitely screwed you. They got the Volkswagen Taos, the Tiguan, the, uh, and the... Uh, the uh, seven-passenger Atlas, really cool. 5,000-pound towing capacity. Yes, gas prices have you frustrated. Then test drive and order the all-electric Volkswagen ID4 SUV named the 2021 World Car of the Year. It's that good. It's got technology and stuff. That's yeah. right. Uh, in fact, it has more technology than I was able to master it about a year ago when I drove one in um, the spring. As the official sponsor. Or Th this official is not Volkswagen. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not right. Volkswagen. That's right. Schmelz Countryside is at the corner of 61 and 36 in Maplewood. And check out the inventory. Good people. Uh, I might head over there. I got the car bug something bad. I yeah. really do. Yeah. Uh, details at SchmelzVW.com. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? What's up? <laughs> Stop it, you bastard. <laughs> the truth, justice, and the suture. If that parrot would just shut up about the crackers. Oh, Jesus. I love you, Johnny. <laughs> what group is this? Uh, Dylan Height. <laughs> <laughs>
That's Dylan Height, yeah. Dawson's Hollow will be at the State Fair only August 29th, which is a Monday. So we're there on a Monday. Monday. Or is that Labor Day? No, it's not Labor Day. Well, Labor why don't you book him? Book him. Okay. I already signed up Wait, for their website. Look at his dainty drink. Well, he's, he, he concocts <laughs> some sort of scientific experiment. No, but he's got Pouring the his little drinks in here. Oh, it's delicious. That straw would be issue. illegal in Canada. It would be illegal. I would probably be Highly illegal. Only because they come to us all the way from Marlith Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans, and check out the wildlife at WorldWideWaftage.com. On this day in 1806, Alexander Faribault, a future fur, tra- fur trader and politician, was born in Prairie du Chien, present-day Wisconsin, to Alexander Faribault and his wife, Pelagia Faribault, a Metis woman of Dakota and French descent. I have been inside their home. Whose home? The Faribault. Alexander Faribault. Does that place still exist in mm-hmm. Faribault? Mm-hmm. Is she falling on hard times? No, actually, Some it's... a little log house dump. No, it's actually kind of cool. It's Full right by the Senex gas rabies. station at the end of the Vidoc. Oh, well, that sounds neat. Yeah, right down there. On this day in... <laughs> I love a historical place next to a Senex gas station. Yeah. Oh, you can go on in, get yourself a couple roller dogs. Here's uh, here's on this day. Oh, meat logs. Here's on this day in 1861. What happened? The first Minnesota Voluntary Volunteer Infantry Regiment departed Fort Snelling for Fort Snelling for Washington D.C., eventually finding both glory and death in the Civil War. Okay. And finally. On this day. Last one, June 22nd. Second, thank you. 1919. Three windstorms hit Fergus Falls on the same day and killed 59 people. That's, that's tragic. Holy that's mackerel. Tragic. Yeah, you can't laugh at that. And they're called windstorms. They weren't even tornadoes, apparently. Mm. No, there, there was a tornado. I was just reading about it. Leveled 44 city blocks. In uh, four trees four blocks. Down, huh? yeah. In Fergus Detroit. Falls. Mm. Yep, destroyed 159 homes. That isn't in uh, wow. that isn't Tractors. in my this day in history. No, it's not. I, I looked it up uh, uh-huh. on Wikipedia. I on see. The wiki. I see. Wow. Uh, thank you, GLers. I I hope yeah. we're back tomorrow. We'll um, see. I I need to I need to make a correction. Okay. Oh. It's not next to a Senex. It's next to a Casey's gas station. Oh. Same Casey's thing. General Store. Close enough. enough. Got it's it. Casey's General Store. Right Boy. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sleep without that correction, so I appreciate that very much. Accuracy on... Uh, We're all going to get stabbed in the heart with a pencil. What is it? 872? 874. 874. I, I believe he has officially tuned us all out. I think so. What did I tell you? It's 874. How many times are you going to ask me? One more time. What's the number? 874. Thank you. Hey, Pod MN has a wonderful library of podcasts for you to choose from. Uh, they won't find you, but you can find them on your smartphone. Pod oh, M Matthew. N. Brand new Krabby Coffee Shop today, and we hey. talked about poop for the whole hour. Oh. I will listen to that. I saw Dawn at the it, exit when I was coming in the uh, building today. She's delightful. She complimented well, me on my hair. Why would I listen to it if you talked about poop? Uh, that one. That, that's the reason I would. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to Garage Logic. And all social media too. You'll uh, you can figure it out there. Can't Sup, you? dog. <laughs> Sup. Sup, dog. Not Sup, much. Dog. Single use plastic. <laughs>